0: We all know this story, the story of Epiphany, which we will celebrate on Thursday, but we get to hear it here today because it's an important story, and not all of us can be here on Thursday to listen to it. The story of the wise men, the kings from the east, or the magi, also known as astrologists, scientists, and physicians, who were probably from Persia, who came to bring gifts to the child. Who has been born the King of the Jews. We all know this story. We have figurines on our mantles and in our church to help us remember this story. But why do we know this story so well? And why should we know this story? We know it because every year we celebrate the Magi that came from the East in the darkness following a star. It is a story of people outside of the Jewish religion that came looking for God incarnate. They came looking for Jesus, or as the scripture puts it, asking the question, where is the child born the King of the Jews? They came in the darkness to find, as Father Darrell reminded us on Christmas, the true light. And because of this, it is a story that belongs to all of us a story we can see ourselves a part of. We can find ourselves in this story of people on a journey asking the questions the Magi asked. Where is the child born the King of the Jews? Where is Jesus? When in your journey have you been looking for the child? Looking for Jesus? Now during my sermon study this week I asked Jerry this question. And the first answer back was, well, what do you mean? Do you mean more recently, or not so recently, or a long time ago? And my answer was, any time. But that's it. We asked the question, where is the child born the king of the Jews, more than once. It's not just a once-in-a-lifetime question. And certainly the uh, Magi did not ask that question only once. So we, too, ask where Jesus is in our stories our stories of darkness, stories of grief and sadness and anger, but also in our stories of light, happiness and joyfulness. They are the stories that make up our lives and our journey on this earth. Now to go back to how Jerry answered, she said that a time she was looking for the child Jesus was when we moved here to Bryan College Station. When we moved here to start my curacy, The pandemic was right in the middle of raging. We had no place to live. Didn't know where the kids would go to school. And Jerry didn't have a job yet. We were all following the call, but didn't know how it would work. We were asking the question, where do we find the child Jesus? We were asking in our prayers, in our conversations with each other, and in our journey. When the Magi made that long journey they asked where they could find Jesus. And God guided the Magi to a house where the child Jesus was with Mary and did so with the light of a star. When we hear this story, we often focus in a lot on the star that leads the Magi to the house that contains the child and Mary. But God leads us in many different ways to many different places. And in this story of the Magi, There are three ways that God leads the Magi. One is through the star, other is through the scripture that was recited to Herod that said, Bethlehem in the land of Judah are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people, Israel. And also through dreams that led them away from Herod and to go and leave the child Jesus. What are some of the ways that God leads you as you search for the child Jesus? What are the houses that contain Jesus? The epiphanies of the child named the King of the Jews. Because that's what this story is about, the epiphany of our Lord Jesus Christ to the Magi. But more than that, it is the epiphany of our Lord to you and to I and to everyone. And Jerry, in my story of our journey to Bryan College Station this story of our life, we were led by a call to serve as curate for two years. The house that the child Jesus was revealed was in this community of St. Andrews, with all your love and welcoming, and in the community of parishioners from other Episcopal churches in College Station who welcomed us in their community. That is just our epiphany, our house we found Jesus at this time. There have been many houses that have revealed Christ, the child, to us. Others have had their epiphanies as well, I'm sure. And I can think of one in particular, one that I read while I was discerning a call to priesthood, one that Desmond Tutu wrote. And I remembered it as I read the news that he had died last week. He wrote that in South Africa, during apartheid, it was required that people of color, when walking on the sidewalk, get off the sidewalk and into the gutter and street to let the a white person pass he remembered one day while walking with his mother a white man in a black suit and a white collar coming the other direction and that man got off the sidewalk and let him and his mother through desmond recalled asking his mom who that was and his mother said it was a priest He said, I want to be a priest like him one day. The love and kindness that priest showed Desmond Tutu and his mother was an epiphany of our Lord, an act of love and recognizing someone's humanity that brought Archbishop Tutu to be the person that he was. There are many epiphanies that show up in our lives, some big, some small. And I wonder what some of your houses or epiphanies Of our Lord might have been, may perhaps what some of them are now. Sometimes those revelations are not aha moments. Instead, they are quiet everyday houses that you journey through. They will reveal themselves in God's time, but we must be willing to open ourselves to God. Because some revelations we may not fully recognize or really understand. We know that they are moments filled with God. And the grace of our Lord Jesus. Because he has been revealed to everyone. From the most powerful kings. To the lowly shepherds. And to the outsiders from far away. Therefore as we walk our journey of this life. We know that Christ is amongst us. In us and always nearby. Always revealing God's love for us in our darkness. And in our light. Amen.